time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm Blue. Hi, I'm Green. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've been playing Quarriers. But as usual, business first. So after our unlock episode went out i put a little poll on twitter just to sort of see whether people preferred exit or unlock or other for their escape room games did you vote i did indeed excellent well so results at the moment uh 56 prefer exit 44 prefer unlock and nobody voted for other so there you go is there another though i think yeah there's i can't i don't know the name of it because i've never played it but there's at least one more <laughs> yeah so there you go exit it winning just by a little bit there. Did you want me to talk about Brent Povis? That is next on my list. Did you find out some stuff about Brent Povis? Well, all I I think he has only done really two games. Now, I don't think we covered... So last week we were talking about Fungi and that he might have done another mushroom-based game. Yes. We found out that actually Fungi is the European version, I think, of his original game, which is called Morels. Yeah. That's what he is most well-known for I think this must be the American version Morels and a couple of expansions of Morels which is the mushroom picking fungi game of Europe yes which is so, a shame though because in Europe then we don't get the expansions for some reason no and there's the, the expansions seem much more complicated and there's loads of you know tokens and, and things well, yeah didn't uh, on the foray one it mentioned like characters and stuff that'd be cool yeah so that's that is a shame but and the only other game that he's done which is one I mentioned last time is called Agility which is the dog training game yeah. which looks amazing I'm trying to track one down I bid for one on eBay oh just my god to see. did you so let's find out I am determined that we will play agility one day how but much I'm, is it I, going for well you see it's only available in America it seems this I cannot track it down in any sort of European version so it's like £16 but it's going to cost about that to get it from America no it's actually in from England the one on eBay oh okay <laughs> fair enough <laughs> it has already travelled this far so hopefully Hopefully you can have a look at that. But no, he hasn't. From what I can see from my minimal research on the internet, he hasn't done <laughs> at least you're honest. And Morel was like 2012, 2013. So I don't, is he still active? Brent, are you still out there? Well, he's not on Twitter. We know this. So, so yeah, I don't know. So um, unfortunately, I thought he would have a whole empire of, you know, mushroom or dog games. <laughs> what or, other or... kinds of mushroom related games could you have? I wonder. Well, I was looking. Mushroom there is... Monopoly. I am going to track down another I think there are other mushroom games out there so okay. there's one about a mushroom and a bat or a fruit bat or something I was looking at on Twitter somewhere so hopefully that's I, not um, I, I love how your remit has gone from nature games to now mushroom specific games <laughs> it's all nature oh, although I have seen another environmentally friendly game when I was yeah. doing my search I can't remember what it's called it's called like environment or something like that or wow, that's imaginative ecosystem it's like a card game and you have to I think it's quite a quick version it's got a picture of a deer on the front of the box and I think you pick up like a fish or a mountain or a forest or something but you can't have like two forest cards next to each other or you have to sort of build your own little environment or ecosystem that yeah I think it's called ecosystem because you you know fish have to be next to like water, water? that's an obvious leap for fish anyway I will look into that one as well that looked good cool without fun there can be no function okay well there you go as I said then this week we played quarry
Warriors, which was a birthday present from Pat and Moo. Technically, it's your turn to read the box, but I have the box and you don't have the box. So I'm going to read the box. Okay. Warriors, a fast-paced game of hexahedron monster combat. You must strategically balance your options each turn. Do you use your quiddity to summon creatures in the hopes of scoring glory, or spend it all to capture more powerful quarry from the wilds? Outmaneuver your opponents through strategic spell use, the acquisition of powerful quarry, and ultimately by striking down opponents' creatures to gain the most glory. It should take about 30 minutes, it's for ages 14 plus, and it's for two to four players. Now, it's worth saying that this is the sort of original, obviously we've done an episode on Marvel Dice Masters, haven't we? This is the game that came first, and then Marvel Dice Masters is the Marvel version of it, so... Oh, so it's made by the same people? Yep, uh, designed by the same people, Mike Elliott and Eric Lang. So that's why the dice are the same design? Yes. Right. So there we go. <laughs> so basically, yeah, it's it's called a dice-building game, isn't it? Like a deck-building game. You start off with your basic dice, and some of them have money, and some of them have fight stuff on and each turn you can buy new dice to add to your collection so that your future rolls become stronger and stronger and it's first to score 20 points and the way you score points is by having fighters left alive at the start of your turn so if I play some fighters and Mark didn't kill them then next turn I would score points for having those still alive it's basically it isn't it it was very much like Marvel Dice Masters I like that it's a dice building game mm-hmm. but then yeah you've got that sort of fighting element as well well same as it's the same as Marvel Dice Masters but I don't know I just felt like there was a little bit more going on yes I well we'll talk about the differences let's talk about this game specifically and then we'll talk about the comparison we seem to be doing a lot of comparison we compared Exit to Unlock and now we're comparing Quarriers to Dice Masters maybe I'll do another poll of which which dice building game you prefer <laughs> all compliance will be reported right the first thing obviously from the setup one of the big things that annoyed me about Dice Masters was the rulebook was shockingly bad. This rulebook had its similar issues. It's just in a really dodgy order. It's in a ridiculously stupid order. Like, uh, <laughs> well, is it because there's so much going on? It's like actually all these things are quite important and equal. So it's not like do this first, make sure there's this, make sure there's this. Actually, all these things have to work together. Is that just why it's confusing? for you but I think right so you remember the problem it doesn't have right so it has the setup and then it goes into detail about this is what a card looks like and this is what a dice looks like I think that should come after the basic turn state so first draw your dice boom roll your dice and then have a this is what the dice is for then you buy a card here's what the cards are like it's just in an illogical order and it frustrates me because you end up wading through a load of useless information first and I'm just thinking fuck this can you just get to how you play please I just want to know what you have to do that's my problem with that so I don't think many people would have that problem so why you don't think many people are like logical and want to play things in a proper order I don't know do people sit down and read a whole rule book before they play or do they sort of look at it up bits as they go along literally just made me sick a little bit in my mouth there well no you read it as you go along I do sometimes but like I mean oh I don't know shut up whatever (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired go away 
Again, poor rule book. Where, which one's my attack score? Okay, but so after that, once you've finally worked out how to play, there's a very clear rule turn order, isn't there? And actually, it's not that complicated, considering, again, it's the same as the Dice Masters. The rule book is many, 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 many pages. But once you boil it down, actually, what you do is not that complicated at all. So first of all, if you've got any soldiers like left alive, you score points for those. Fine. Then you draw six new dice from your bag and you roll them and then you do whatever. So you basically you spend money money to send soldiers into the fighting area and then any money that you've got left you can buy new dice from the shop fine then you do your combat don't you so any soldiers in my fighting area attack any soldiers in your fighting area and it's literally just a number comparison my attack versus your defense if i beat you then your dice gets killed if you manage to defend it fine no no damage and that's it in it pretty much you roll your dice you buy and you fight just like in a deck building game yeah yeah, I thought it would be more complicated, but I should have remembered like the other other games that we've played, like Dice, like the other Dice Masters one. Actually, yeah, the, once you get that first couple of turns done, mm. that's the format of the game, and you can just get going. Actually, we're quite speedy by the time we we're, we're getting through it. It was yeah. um, the only bit. It was just that bit where you're attacking or creature. I, I was trying to get my head around that this die is a creature rather than you know like some maybe you should have a card with this is the creature that you're battling or something like that. You know, you get that in some games, but. Actually, Actually, this was just like numbers on a dice of your fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? You didn't actually have actual characters that were fighting. I, it just, just took me a bit to get my head around that. Although you did, because I mean, like, so each dice does have a corresponding card, doesn't it, that lists its abilities on? Yeah, but that was more of, I see that more of abilities, not like this orc is attacking this. Okay, right. Yeah, you just like, I've got this dice that has this power, not this yeah, dice would, is a yeah. goblin. I was just look. we were just sort of looking at the numbers rather than they're the characters, you know? So did you actually need all of that? Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. It yeah. just made it more just of a numbers game rather than a, a story yeah. or a, you know what I mean? Like a, I do. I know exactly what you Everyone mean. else knows what I mean as well, don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy one of these defender dudes. I will get a portal. Right, so I've got one dude still alive. So that gets me one glory. Brilliant. All I've got is money this time. I'm going to buy one of these tree spells that you got. So I get one glory from my surviving little dude. I've got a total attack of four. Or two. Cool, so he's dead because I've got six quid to spend. But there's no more expensive blues left. What's this? Death charm. Ooh. Just a warning, because I've yeah. got my blue defender, so it's going to cost you one more money to buy anything. God damn you. Oh, I've got loads of creatures but not enough money okay so I've got four to spend so I'm going to put my big blue defender and just one of my little minions and the others can go in the bin and I'll buy one of these mighty warriors of the key dice see what that does do I get four glory points now there is a couple of strategic choices that you can make on your turn obviously so the first one is choosing how to spend your money because your money is used to send soldiers to fight and to buy new dice so like it said on the box, I guess, there's that element of what do I spend my money on? Do I spend it on increasing my dice collection to help me in the long run? Or do I field some soldiers to help me in the short term? What was your strategic thoughts on how you spent your money? Or your quiddity, as it's called? Yeah, well, a 
bit like your all your other sort of deck building and everything. You just want to get a good lot of a good mix of things. So usually the more expensive items are gives you more power a lot of the time. Okay. So if I had it, I was going for the maximum. If I had five to spend, I wanted to spend it on something that cost five because that was the maximum and it seemed to do the most. So yeah, it was just trying to build enough for those points together. Oh yeah, no, I, I agree on that. That's so like buying stuff from the shop. But I mean, how did you decide whether to save your money to buy from the shop or to field your fighters? Uh, well, yeah, it didn't. I would always put try and put a fighter out if possible because actually the ones that I give sort of base set, it's just like cost one or t- or two. So it didn't actually cost much. There was always usually enough to buy something good and to put at least one fighter out there. Yeah, definitely. I think so. I'm I'm with you there on both counts. Really, I would always spend as much money as I could putting fighters on. So there were a few turns where I didn't have any money left over to buy any new dice. But I don't care because having surviving fighters is the only way to score points and that's the only way to win. Well, actually, it's not. If you buy, you know, once you deplete the dice collection from the shop enough, then the game ends anyway. But you want to win by scoring points. You don't just want to win by default because the game ran out of dice and whatever. So yeah, I always fielded soldiers whenever I could. And then same as you, regarding buying dice from the shop, yeah, I just counted up how much I had and I always tried to buy the most expensive one. But there are two types, aren't there? There's creatures that you can buy, so fighters, or there's spells. And spells either let you draw new dice or re-roll dice or grant you extra money or whatever. But some of them, and I never got to use them, I bought like three of them, but I never rolled the right sides. But some of them you can attach to a creature. So like there was this death spell, wasn't there, that basically boosted your creature's stats by three. And so if you rolled the right one, you could attach that dice to that dice and boost those. But yeah, same as you, mine was literally just on what's the most expensive thing I could afford. I wasn't bothered whether it was a spell or whether it was a creature. I was just like, what's the most expensive? Because the most expensive must be the best, right? Surely. <laughs> yeah. And I would now I know the, the basic sort of turn structure and how the game works. It would be good to play again and to have a look at those cards and sort of choose a bit more wisely with spells. I was, you know, spells, creatures, whatever, they're all in front of you. I was just looking at the, this is the shop and what costs the most. It would be good to actually look at them a bit more tactically and be like, right, how is this going to boost up my yeah. turn every time? I was just, and again, I just go on like, what cool colours the dice are sometimes as well. So, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Are we having fun yet? So that leads us on to our sort of comparison with Marvel Dice Masters. There's two, I would say, two main key differences. So the first one is, I guess, the aim of the game. In this one, we're trying to score points, aren't we? But in Marvel, we each have a health and we're trying to knock the opponent's health down. So here it was first to 20. And I guess Marvel is like first to lose 20, isn't it? Or 10 or however many it is. So it goes from point collecting to fighting the other team. And then in that like respect, the shop is different as well, isn't it? Because in this one, there were seven creatures and three spells that were communicating so we were competing for the same products in the shop, weren't we? And each card comes with five dice. And so once all five dice have been bought, that's it. You can have no more of that. And so there could be, depending on the money that you get, I could be buying dice that you really wanted. And so there was that strategic element sort of thing. Whereas in Dice Masters, we each choose our superhero 
superheroes and I can only buy from my superheroes and you can only buy from your superheroes. So there isn't that interaction when it comes to buying because I know eventually at some point I'm just going to buy the dice of the cards that I've already chosen and you know that you're going to get your dice eventually. It just becomes a race to who can get the most dice first and kill the other one. Which which one do you prefer? I do, well, I don't know. I like I like that the building of the dice and building of the... Wait, but they both have that. I don't know. I don't, I don't... With the Marvel, at least you have the characters, you see. True. That are linked. And I do like the sort of the building up and the fighting. They are very similar. I don't know. Maybe the Marvel. Okay. Just cool. because you've got more of that, in a, not a story, but in a way, a more of a face to it than... I don't know. I felt this... I was very much concentrating on the, the numbers that just were in front. I didn't really get into all of the spells and the, all the other bits and pieces that you can do. So No, that's cool. I think I prefer this. I reckon, right, don't get me wrong, I love Marvel, we know this, but, you know, and I've said this about Flux sets as well, when you've got a a licensed IP, all I can focus on is who's not included and who they've missed out. Whereas because Quarriers is just generic fantasy, you've got goblins, you've got witches, you've got knights, whatever. You're right, it's not so much, it's not so important, you don't focus on those things. But then you similarly don't focus on what's missing. And, you know, in the Marvel one, I'm just thinking, well, why haven't we got got pyro or why haven't we got this person or whatever i know there's tons of expansions and there's all sorts of characters coming up but i think for me in this instance it's easier not to have a licensed ip because then that helps you not focus on it and only focus on the dice and what's the actual mechanics of the game if that makes sense yeah you could do this you could have all different mushrooms fighting each other there you You go (laughs) brent didn't think of that one did he why would the mushrooms be fighting what fighting for what i'm not sure i haven't thought of it that far but fighting for space in the field <laughs> okay cool fighting for territory <laughs> i don't know they, yeah, they are very i don't know and i like i like those and actually because we played the other version mm-hmm. we were already i mean i was very familiar with those symbols you know the attack and the thing yeah. exactly the same symbols on them so actually that helps maybe that made it a little bit easier for this this time rather than if this was completely new and we hadn't played the other one it would no. be more of a okay what does this mean what's that you would get more stressed out with the rule book yeah probably yeah well, it's good though it's good what yeah quarry it's a bit of a weird title isn't it it is so lots of words have had a Q stuck onto it so like some of the expansions which are listed on the back Quarmageddon Quest of the Gladiator Dr. Quarry McQuarrison was just the title Warriors already taken and they were like oh let's just put a Q in front of it <laughs> uh, maybe <laughs> yeah because if it was dice you'd think it would be Do- Doriers Dor- Doriers. That doesn't sound as cool, does it? Diceas. No. Doriers sounds like, I don't know, some job for a Victorian woman. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, my my husband will only allow me to be a Doria. Someone who, like, I don't know, mends tights or something. Yes, the royal Doria is here. Yeah, absolutely. Oh no, she's got eaten by mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Times five equals progress. Well, shall we frag? Yes, let's frag. Let's frag. Okay, fun. I well, yeah. I mean, I love a a, a game where you build a, a a deck or a or a little bag of dice, and there's a shot, and <laughs> there's a bit of fighting as well. It's got everything in there. It was it was fun. I'm gonna say four. Okay, I'm gonna go for three. <sighs> 
What? <laughs> I'm the hater here, and we always, I always no, go I higher know. than you recently. I know, I know. It was all right. I think it's just, I don't know, we're still quite separate. You know, you just, you're rolling from your dice collection and just, meh, meh, meh. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, but it was still, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Replayability? Replayability. Yeah, I think I can see myself playing this again. And yeah, like I said, getting in, being like, right, okay, what spells can I use? Just using those special features. <laughs> A bit more, I think that would be, yeah, and being a bit more tact- tactful or choosing. Tactful. <laughs> Tactical. Tactical. Yes. Being tactful is like, hey, how's your dead man? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like choosing, choosing which diet. Yeah, what what you want to collect. What you, yeah, definitely. Anyway, I'm rambling. I would say three. Okay, I went for four this time. This is weird thing. So each game, so you deal seven creatures and three spells, but there's over fifty cards. So each time you play, there's going to be different creatures to recruit, different spells to buy, etc. I think that will really vary it because yeah we were quite defense heavy on the spells weren't we was that one that just generated extra money so you might get a game where it's really attack heavy where it's really offensive oh one one thing that's different to the marvel one what was really annoying in marvel was when you're choosing your characters aren't you and you only have a certain amount to spend for your sort of base oh yes but at least with this you had a really decent base set i think that's what made the difference because actually you had quite a lot to spend to begin with and a bit of a fight and and when we played marvel i was like oh yeah i'm gonna get this and this and i was like oh actually i've only got these few to start with and that didn't and it took ages to build up so actually this is much yeah. easier yeah and there was some weird i can't remember exactly with marvel wasn't it but it was like you choose some characters and you're allowed a maximum of five dice per character but only so many dice in total but then the base set didn't come with five dice for each character presumably they come in booster sets or something it just didn't feel complete whereas this one every card has five dice that go with it and all five are available to buy at the same you know at the time is it just these two versions of this sort of dice game that there is quarriers and the marvel is there other versions i don't know let's put that to find out being expanded even more but i don't know see is it as a mechanic or as a as a type of game is it copyrighted so no one else can do dice building but then i don't know well don't these know. are certain kinds with these certain symbols on it's the same make isn't it so yeah oh yeah. we'll find that out for next time okay we're on aesthetic I well I love these colours of the dice and the symbols mm-hmm. uh, very the cards are really easy to understand for nothing I mean the artwork's a bit generic apart I, from yeah I'm I'm going to go for three I think yeah you're right I like I like the dice uh, I didn't encounter any remember I was complaining about Marvel that some of the colours printed on the cards didn't match the colours on the dice didn't notice any of that today so that's alright the, the, some of the pictures like you said a bit the, the witch hag or the haggy witch or whatever she was called she looked stupid she just yeah the you get some really bad <laughs> fantasy art sometimes in these games. Yes. In a fantasy game, the artwork is very, can go either way, I feel. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gameplay. Really easy to understand. Really, it was just that sort of fighting bit that I was, just got me every time. So four. I'm going to go for four on that one. I'm just ignoring the rule book. Like once, like now I know how it works. I will literally just make a sheet of paper with the turn order and you don't need any L, any the rest of the rule book at all. I might just burn it. Oh my God. I'm not going, I'm, obviously I'm not going to that would be sacrilege but there is so much about that rule book that just fucks me off so ignoring that four for gameplay I think the rule book no just no <laughs> anyway that gives it uh, 14 and a half 
Not bad. Not bad. Even with a bad rule book, it's done quite well. Yeah, absolutely. Was it a win or not? Hmm. Yes, I was mulling this over. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it would be, but uh, I'm going to say it is. Hey, that makes it 86, yeah? no, 86.33 to the gamers. Just because I think the the actual format and just getting into it and understanding the turn order and just it, the mechanics is a mechanic that I like. That's just through. If it was just based on, I don't know, yeah, character or story or just the, I don't, I don't even like the name really. Quarriers, it just sounds Quarriers. a bit weird. It was those other elements, but the, the dice elements, the mechanic elements, which people probably argue is the most important element <laughs> rather yeah. than just sort of artwork and the name that's why it is a win it's in my favourite kind of category <laughs> I wonder if you could play Marvel Dice Masters but the Quarriers way so instead of us choosing a team, you just have a team of heroes in the shop that you can we can both recruit from and play it that way, I wonder. That sounds like the sort of perfect way, actually, the best of both of them. Because then you get the IP that you love, but you get, I think, the slightly smoother gameplay of this version. Yeah. Maybe we should try that next time. Yeah, yeah, give it a go. Hmm. Cool, yeah. There we are. Win, there you go. Right, well, I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, non-relinquim in Arca Perculo. You can find us on Facebook at Organ fun pod you can find us on twitter at fun organized let us know your favorite dice game dice building games if there's more than two out there yes i will put a poll on last twitter when this comes out other than that thanks for listening and bye ludophiles and if you see brent hovis in the wild if you see him him, (laughs) see him out there just say hi give him him a mushroom and ask him what has he been doing since like 2016 (laughs) (laughs) yeah ask him why agility doesn't exist in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Now is the time when we stop. Good night. Good night.